Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pullbox Pals. I'm your pal Mad, and we don't have Monk with us today, but filling in for him, we got our pal Andy Header with us. So, how you doing, Andy? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on and talk comics. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, if you uh, didn't uh, know, he was one of our first guests. I think you were the second guest, or were you the first guest? Maybe the first. I think think Tony was the first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Andy's one of our like uh, pals that's like a dictionary of DC and, and Marvel comics. So we go to him for a lot. So. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So, but yeah, Monk's, uh, Monk's uh, lady had her uh, birthday today. So he wanted to celebrate with her. So happy birthday. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. I never met her, but she seems like a nice girl. So Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so you and Monk bump into each other a lot at the shop. Yeah, so we go to the same comic book store, Alchemist Cove in School Haven, Pennsylvania. And it's cool. Like, I used to have my shop was like an hour away. And then when that when that closed, I started going to uh, Alchemist Cove, which is only like a little bit more than 10 minutes, which is awesome. So, like, I'm down, get my comics in back, and the amount of time that would be one trip down my old shop. So, I do bump, bump into Monk occasionally. Not all the time, because sometimes I work a little bit later on Wednesday. Like, Wednesday is now my longest day of the week, which sucks. So it used to be oh, my shop. It's like, oh, it's comic book day, you know? But now it's like, yeah. well, uh, but I, I still get down, but sometimes he's in and out before I'm there. Yeah. Do you have, like, wrestling on Wednesdays? No. Uh, well, uh, I watch AW at night, so eight uh, That's the big wrestling, but I never wrestle on Wednesday. I think, like, a couple Thursdays. Usually, rest, my wrestling, independent wrestling, is Saturdays, Fridays. Um, oh, right so, on. Yeah, but usually never during the week. I did wrestle at uh, the Reading Phillies at the... Um, the ballpark there one time or actually twice and then our show's coming up and that was a thursday night which was a little weird it's like oh get done work and go to the uh stadium to wrestle <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy that's awesome though and i love i love all of your instagram because it's like a mix of comics and wrestling it's yeah. it's the best like, pictures of me doing moves and then reviews on comics and then my weekly pulls and then like, maybe like some other goofy pictures but maybe that's all it is is just comic book and wrestling which is my yeah. life the video yeah. games are- <laughs> hell yeah well cool man well what what did you get this week you made it to your comic shop yes i i did and today was a was a big a big honking day here and what Jeez. was worse was i needed bags or not bags boards which are they always expensive 13 dollars so much like, yeah ours on top of all this stuff so i'll start here with the the start of uh the new incredible hulk um, oh man I was reading Hulk before. I did not read Immortal Hulk, which I heard was pretty good, which was more like horror themed. And this is kind of horror themed, they said. So yeah, I know. I think Monk was on Immortal Hulk at least yeah, for a while. He was. He was, and then I read the whole like Hulk run with Donny Cates, which was, but then he fell off. I was like, I don't know what's going on with Donny Cates. He was writing Venom and Hulk, and then he just stopped. So yeah, well, he like I think he like ended his Venom and went to Hulk. Yes. And then and then I don't know what happened. Yeah, to what he yeah. was doing with Hulk. And- fighting Thor as well and then all of a sudden it just like stopped and I'm like I hope he's okay I mean he's doing that crossover book with Image and then I think another Image book but anyway uh I got Scott Witch annual Scott Witch series has been really good I think nice. issue five but this is the annual and she's fighting uh Agatha Harkness who has that new show coming out oh so, heck yeah Hellcat this is issue four Hellcat has been pretty good um a little bit of supernatural stuff because she used to date Damien Hellstrom which is uh Satan's son so yeah, like her <laughs> from hell, you know. Um, Hollow's Eve, which I, I don't know if you guys. I think, what you no, think? I'm a 
that's one that's on my like queued up on my Marvel Unlimited. Like I Okay. Yeah. So and that same with Hellcat, because I think I think you or another pal told me like hell like you need to read Hellcat. It's good. And like for a, a character that's maybe a C-list character best, it's pretty good. Um the art's really good in it, and it's only gonna be like six, five or six issues. And we're all yeah. I got the uh, second issue of Avengers. I nice. think what at that first one was pretty good. Um, King Spawn, I do get all the Spawn books, so King Spawn there. Uh, Wonder Woman 800, the big 800th issue, although... My uh, shop did not have that today. I was really disappointed. Wow. There was, I think, uh, 255 covers for this one, so I just my shop had two, and I, I selected this one. This is the start of the new run written by Tom King, who had a great Batman run. Yeah, Tom, Tom King's like a legend with Batman, and he did the... Yeah. Is, did he do... The red or no, he did a uh, uh, Gotham City year one as well. I think so. I'm not sure. I know he was on Batman for like a whole year, and then he did a uh, Mr. Miracle, which was really popular. Which I bought, yeah, the trade. Adam signed, but I never read it yet. Yeah, um, I need to get on that. Uh, second issue of Titans, which is really good, written by Tom Taylor, who's also writing Nightwing, which has been phenomenal, which I told you about before. Um, yeah, no, I, I I read it. I read the first volume of Nightwing based on your suggestion. I loved it, and so I'm I'm watching for those to pop up because Night Nightwing's just you know, I think being a night like an late '80s, early '90s kid, like Nightwing just rests well in my soul. <laughs> it's like really cool looking. So like, just look at him. Like he looks cool, so therefore he must be cool. But that book is one of the best uh, DC books. And then finishing up, I got uh, the new Superman issue, Superman number five. Oh, right on. Uh, the art in this is phenomenal. I don't know. Um, can't let me just slide it. I don't have a tape yet here. Um, hold on a second here. Oh, I hate when they you, you open the comic book and it does not have like on the first page the people that did it. Okay, so the artist is Jamal Campbell, which I'm not really that familiar with, but like his art is just. Let's see if I can find a splash page here. Like, uh, okay. like on uh, Silver Banshee. Like the art is just. A plus in this, and the story is pretty good. It's written by uh, Josh Williamson, who is uh, very good. So, right on. Uh, Jamal Campbell like rings a bell. I'm wondering why. Oh, he does the uh, uh, Power Rangers. He uh, might. I know uh, what Ryan North I think writes that or something. I forget because they had the Power Rangers Turtles crossover. Yeah, um, that was a great crossover. Did you did you do the second one as well? Uh, yeah, I read the second one. I didn't read the first one yet. I only read the second one, but the second one was very good. The, th the second one was awesome. The first one's on, uh, at least it was when I read it, it was on Comixology. Hmm. Uh, so you might be able to get it in there. Oh, man. Like this. Yeah. <laughs> Campbell has a has a lot of credits. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. his own oh, Campbell look, it's really good. And the Superman, it's only at issue five. So I got to jump on. It's still kind of easy to get those issues. I mean, there's the first appearance of Marilyn Moon Knight, new character, Moonlight, Moonlight. Uh, she's a, a cameo on issue one, then issue two is her first full appearance, but it's not oh, that right. bright. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But right uh, on, man. you pick up today. Well, yeah, I, uh, I got a bit of a haul today. Not, not as much as you. And uh, yeah, I got all AIs number three. I've really been enjoying this one basically like i think it takes place in new york okay. and there's just like giant spiders all around but like politicians and the law enforcement just completely ignore it 
and it like goes it essentially it goes after the people you think it would because they come out at night so it's getting all like the homeless people and like the junkies and whatnot and so oh, i did look first issue the art looked pretty good in that yeah i've been i've been enjoying it the art is i don't know if there's, i mean i haven't looked through this one yet but here's a good splash page right in the middle oh that's all that wow that's awesome now is that yeah. post-apocalyptic or is it like modern day I think it's supposed to be modern. It might actually even be set like a little in the past. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it's been really fun. I've been enjoying that one. Uh, then uh, Chicken Devils number four came out today, which, uh, you know, this this run has been really hard to keep up with because of everything Aftershock's going through. And like it's like three months in between releases. It seems that, that, like stop a story did. Yeah uh and then what else oh i got hunt kill repeat number four as well hmm. uh, this one's been really fun so this is out by mad cave and it's uh it's a take on like if the like you know the pantheon of zeus like they decided that they were upset with humanity and so they came down and were just like yep we're gonna take over and so they like based themselves in new york i think they renamed new york city to olympus and uh one of zeus's daughters is like not cool with it and she's kind of like kill bill styling it oh. uh, yeah so it's it's been really fun but she's been fighting all of her siblings who are still loyal to their dad and uh she has like this like horde of rebels that are helping her out so it's That's, that kind of reminds me of i remember her wicked and divine or the wicked and the divine it was an image book ah oh yeah 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 it was I, all, I, all, like they're like they became like modern, like high, uh, pieces and stuff. It was pretty good. I only read like the first trade and then kind of lost me, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. No, I, I, I haven't read that. I've seen it in passing. Um, but maybe I'll pick that up. Uh, then I picked up a, a trade today. I got the, uh, I hate fairyland oh. volume five. Wow. Yes. So I checked out all the other volumes out of my library and, uh, I didn't want to wait for my library to get this one. So I went ahead and got it. I have read all of them, and that is a fantastic book. It is, so it is it is just like action packed. It's comical, and like Scotty Young, just he just kills it with. Oh yeah, he, like he cartoons the whole thing, doesn't he? Yeah, he and especially like I, I know there's a newer run that he only writes, but like those early, like well, early, like one through twenty five, he writes and draws the whole thing. So like yeah, it's human. and then because it's him writing, he can get the like the characters to look the way he wants. So Gert yeah. is a great like and the whole premise is cool too yeah uh, and then uh let's see i got tenement so this is part of the bone orchard mythos this is a jeff lemur uh, oh. so this is number one um i'm like kind of worried about it because like i got so the free there was a free comic book day two years ago where they released like the initial bone orchard mythos like story mm -hmm. and that has still been my favorite one so far oh. And then like the passageway came out and the passageway was really cool. It was like kind of dark and gritty, like uh, Gideon falls. Mm -hmm. um, and then he had a, uh, what was it? 10,000 black feathers. And it was a five issue arc. And like, once that story was done, I was just like, I would have probably rather have picked this up in the trade and just read it all the way through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you know how Jeff just likes to build tension so that you keep wondering what where it's going next. And so I'm, 
I'm excited to get into it, but I am I am worried because I'm looking for that thing to be better than the first one. So. Yeah, you start up here, and now you're just kind of going down. It's like, oh, yeah. I just, I, the only thing I really read by him is the Hawkeye trade, and I think that's I believe he yeah. introduced uh, Kate Bishop, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then here it is. I don't know which one came first, but he was on Hawkeye, and they went to Green Arrow, or vice versa. I'm like, that's pretty sweet. And he also did uh, Animal Man. Uh, yeah, he did. I didn't read that, but I heard that was like fantastic, like the New Fifty Two one. I think it is. I th I believe so. And uh, Eric from uh, the the guy who's writing, or one of the guys writing uh, Outer Space comic, uh, mm -hmm. he's he's the one who told me about that. And so Jeff did, because his Green Arrow was New Fifty Two, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and so and then he did Animal Man. So he did two two new fifty twos. Oh wow! Yeah, um, I wasn't either at the time. I didn't go back and read Green Arrow is good, but I'm not a real big fan of the art on that. But uh, yeah, the, great. Yeah, the I don't I don't think I finished the Green Arrow run because of the art. Kind of just got really bland for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like nothing against it, it's just not for me. Yeah. And then I picked up Ultimate Invasion number one. I got this rad variant with Miles was, on the cover. That is a, a sweet, sweet cover with the mirror yeah. behind um, uh, Miles Morales. And then Rise of the Night, everything was all embossed yeah. covers. Yeah, exactly. And then lastly, I picked up this on a whim. Uh, it's called Wild's End. It's out by Boom Studio. Hmm. I didn't, I, you know, I think I seen that because there was also another uh, book that looked like it was like Conan, but with like a female protagonist. And I was like, hmm. But I was like, yeah. I, I didn't pick and, an answer. And I, I think that I might have a variant cover for it. So I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if this is the actual cover or what other covers there are for it. It was just the only one sitting in my shop. And I was like, it's Boom. It, Boom's always a good time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got, I got a lot. My favorite boom book is uh, it might even be Boom Box, which is like one morning for kids is Lumberjanes. I don't know if you ever heard about that. Yeah, no, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, really good. It's a uh, Girl Scouts. Well, they're in a campground. They're kind of Girl Scouts camp, and then uh, they do something normal, and then something crazy like supernatural happens. <laughs> yeah, so, it would make yeah. a great cartoon. I think it was licensed, but then it just never went anywhere. Yeah, well, and like. I a few weeks ago I like looked into like the history of Boom and like so much of it makes sense because the guy who founded it he used to be uh like the guy who would screen actors I think for really? like like comic book movies. Oh wow. And, and then I think he I mean it's it's something along those lines. It was something with him and like a connection to finding the right people for comic book movies. And then he just got tired of the business and started a comic book company. And like almost everything boom puts out to me has like a very cinematic feel to it. Yeah. Um, and, they, and, and so like, yeah, it kind of, you can kind of see that through the, the founder. I don't remember his name, but I don't I know that at all. I know they, they have like a wide range of stuff. Like just like adult stuff. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Colin Bunn writes a horror book. Um, it's one word or the something that's on boom, but then also like Lumberjay is on boom. Uh, I don't know if you read Jonesy, which that's like a kitty book that was pretty good. And I believe uh, boom did regular show and adventure time too, I think come to them. So yeah, I think, I think you're right on that. Yeah. But yeah, boom. I love boom. Uh, there's so many, there's just so many good, like indie indies out there now. It's hard there to get them all. <laughs> like, like I really want aftershark's aftershark act. Aftershock started, it was they had a lot of good titles and they kind of like faltered. And now, like, 
they were doing like one to two a month and now it's i don't know like what they're doing but uh i liked after aftershock and then uh behemoth slash sumerian whatever yeah they're pretty good yeah monk's a big fan of uh the behemoth sumerian uh comics i i only have like one full run of something from them and it was during that transition so like the first three issues of it are uh behemoth and then the like the last two i have are sumerian um the illusion witch yeah. I, I picked those up uh, at that sale that my shop had. Uh, yeah. The, a full short box for 30 bucks, which is a great deal. And I read them, and it's not a bad story. I'm glad I didn't pay $4.99 per issue. I'm glad I paid like 10 cents an issue. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if you can get them cheap, it's not a bad run. Yeah. No, that's, that's yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. Like, I, I really enjoyed the story. The art was a little, uh, I don't know, too, it, it didn't, it just didn't fit the tone of the story as much as I would have liked it to. I, yeah, I felt maybe the art was a little too lighthearted, whereas the story was a little bit heavier. Yeah, that's, that's that, that. Exactly. Exactly yeah. that. <laughs> so it's kind of like jarring, like, oh, it was her, her like, dead uh, what, her son or, yeah, her, she left her husband because her son died, something like that. And it's like all cartoony arts. Like, hmm, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. So like the art was a little too playful for the tone of the story, yeah. but. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I'm glad that you picked it up and they, yeah, you got it for less than oh. $4.99. Yeah, that was such a good deal. I know. Dude. I wasn't going to do it. And then me and Monk were actually in the room. He had his box like halfway full and I just started pulling stuff. And I was like, well, let's see if I pull a bunch, then I'll do it. And he's like, just do it. Just get them. And I was like, I was pulling. I was like, well, I have a stack this big, might as well. So you can't, <laughs> your shop or any shop you're local to has fill a short box for like 30 bucks, even 40, even 50 would still be a deal. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a huge deal. I I calculated out uh, Monk's haul, haul from that day, and I think he paid twenty two cents per comic he got. Awesome! And just yeah. think, you can story for less than a dollar. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, well, yeah, man. Well, you want to get into some uh, Green Lantern? Sure. One of my favorites here. I got it right here. Uh, now, were you able to get issues one and two? Yeah, so I I got them digitally, so I won't be able to show mine, but they're they're obviously just the main cover because they're digital. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I so they, I, I I read both of them over the week. Uh, but I just get the main cover. Oh, that's cool. Um, I I really like this run. Uh, before this, uh, there was a run I forget the guy's name that was doing it, but I wasn't really into it. And then before that, Grant Morrison did like three years of Green Lantern, but I just. Sometimes Grant Morrison's writing, I, I say it's too smart for me. Not that I'm a dumb dumb or anything. It's just I don't get it. And I tried yeah. that Green Lantern with Grant Morrison's run. I read the issue like three times, like this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, okay, then they were doing it at that time, they were doing like a season. And then after 12 issues, it was like season two of Green Lantern. I tried again and I did not like it. And then they had an offshoot called Black Stars, and I did not like that. So I was like, I'll let that go. Hopefully someone will come over. And then that new Green Lantern book that was like based about uh, a girl, like a young girl. Um, I'm not familiar with that. That was like the, the previous one, like right before this one. And so that's why I got, I'm kind of lost as to like why Jon Stewart is like lost, like on Earth and stuff. Because I didn't yeah. really that run, but it wasn't really um, catching me. But this one is like, it feels more in tune. I mean, it's center on how jordan it feels more like the old green lantern books like when um jeff johns was writing or even before that like in the 90s like it's centered on how and how like you know being you know kind of uh i don't know uh what would, what would you what would you call like he's not 
uh, like I'm not trust untrustworthy, but uh, I guess a slacker a little bit, but not a slacker. Yeah. Uh, so sorry, we're we're talking about uh Hal. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So Hal's just like, I don't know. He he's got he's got a little bit of like the Barry Allen attitude, but with a little more like suave. Yeah. Or, like. Love carefree guy, but also like a slacker. <laughs> like, I, yeah, clumsy too, and he like, doesn't like even know like what he's doing. Like, like a lot of times in the old books, like in the seventies, he would fall a lot. <laughs> like one was like Green Lantern gets defeated by a newspaper because he's like <laughs> paper and he falls. That's like, wow, use your ring. But uh, yeah, I, I've I've enjoyed yeah. it so far. And what what are you thinking? I'm assuming probably the first time reading Green Lantern. No, so the last time I I was pulling a Green Lantern was during the New Fifty Two, and I pulled the uh, the New Guardians. Okay. And I think I have that complete series. I think it only got to like thirty two or thirty four issues, something like that. Yeah. Um, and like I really enjoyed that, and that was I believe that was Kyle Rayner as the yeah, Green Lantern. And then one of like every other core. Like yeah. Those- so then he he starts getting like rings from all the other cores and uh becomes like a white lantern yeah and like it it was cool but like it also felt very i don't know like power injury to me <laughs> with the multiple <laughs> color kind of team yeah i think that guy might have actually went on to write power rangers then i believe oh. it was higgins i could yeah. be wrong I can't remember who wrote it. It's yeah, it's been so so long. I have them all over here in a box next to me. I'm sure I could look, but that that would require me going off camera and digging. Yeah. and I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, that's when there was a there was a main Green Lantern book. There was Green Lantern New Guardians. There was Red Lanterns, and there was Green Lantern Corps all running at the same time. That's how popular. Yeah, it was a lot. And I remember asking my the comic book shop guy. I was just like. I want to get a green lantern out of all these new 52s. He's like, and he, he suggested I do the new lanterns. And I think I picked up on issue three and back ordered the first two. Um, but yeah, I mean like I enjoyed it overall. I obviously got the whole series, but it just also, I don't know. It was very fitting to how most people feel about the new 52 of just yeah. like, it was, it just came up a little short. Like I, I, I don't really know how else to like put it other than like they, they overmarketed and undersold yeah kind of i mean and then like some stuff was like oh it's all new but then some stuff was like yeah kind of the same like batman really didn't change but like you know the metal man totally changed so like the new 52 like uh hit and miss i would say at the same time like some yeah was really good and some was kind of yeah and like i a while ago i went back and looked at like where a lot of those sit in value and like really the only new 52 series that has gained any value is the batman run yeah, I was gonna say Batman, maybe like uh, uh, like a death or something here or there, or a first appearance of some random character. But other than that, yeah, like I have a, I have a lot because I was reading like Flash, Wonder Woman, a lot of the side books at the time, and uh, it, 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 there was good and bad. I mean, my, my favorite would probably was uh, the Superman Wonder Woman book written by Charles Soule, and then he, mm, he left. Yeah, yeah, that was like 25 issues. That was really good, and that was probably my favorite. And then Just League was good, but then it fell off. Like, that's the problem with New 52, a lot was really good. Then the creative team changed and I was like, eh. yeah, it's always a bummer when that happens. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, this new Green Lantern, I really like it. I know, like, they're just starting to kick off uh, the Dawn of the DC. Yeah. And 
I, I guess I'm not really understanding. Is this them like doing a new 52 thing again? Or is this just like here they are presently? Because like, I mean, again, like Hal Jordan in this, like you feel like you're reading Hal Jordan of the past. Yes. But like he's now in present day. And I guess it's like, you know, there's that one part. Is it an issue one where he's like flying for Carol? But he's not yeah. actually flying an actual ship. He's flying a remote ship. Yeah. I, I, and <laughs> her and her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like that, all those panels are just like great because it's just like, again, this is Hal being Hal. Like he's got that suave and he's like, I'm the old timer here. I know what I'm doing and tries to show off for these younger pilots that he's supposed to be like following and tailing, but he's just you know, doing his thing of showing off and showboating and ends up destroying a million dollar drone yeah. jet. <laughs> Carol doesn't uh, hire him. That was cool. And then I like an issue too when it, when he is flying. When, well, first he gets the job uh, in the mailroom at uh, Ferris Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works his way up to being Carol's personal like uh, pilot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a cool uh, panel. I want to say scene, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I've liked it so far. I, I hate that we have to wait now till September for issue three. Yeah, the whole night terrors thing kind of puts a wedge in. That's the only thing with event books. Uh, not to go to type, but like every story is going, but then event happens. So then your whatever book you're reading has to wait two months to continue. Yeah, so it's, it's a bummer. We got to wait for that. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to try and keep up with this. I may even try and get the uh single issues of one and two just to keep that collection going but yeah cool. i've i've really been digging it um and then also yeah with like john's story john's story felt really like lacking like to me in the first issue like i think he only got like two or three pages of a story much and then like, i don't know why john stewart is on earth and it seems like he gave up the green lantern and he doesn't have his ring or something i don't because i didn't read the, the previous run um <clears throat> excuse me i don't know what's going on there so i feel a little lost with with john stewart and then yeah too like they're kind of hinting like he has visions of the past or the whatever's happening right now out in space so yeah I'm, I'm a little it's not bad but i just i don't know what's going on then they introduced this lantern that i have no idea in issue two um i'm trying oh, to like the, the like the new kid yeah i have yeah. no idea yeah, no, like, and that, that was another thing, too, for me, is just, like, as, you know, yeah, the last thing I read of Green Lantern was New Guardians, and that was nearly a decade ago, and yeah. so I'm just, I'm I'm pretty lost in the world of Green Lantern, but I'm interested in, like, catching up, so, like, anybody who's listening, please, like, comment and let us know how, 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 yeah, how, how really Hal and John both got to being back on Earth, like, that's, yeah. that's just something... I understand there was like a, you know, a takeover by somebody else for the Lantern Corps and like there was like some sort of battle and that John and Hal seemingly both walked away from it. Is, yeah. But but I don't I don't know, like I don't know the whole story of like why now that they're quarantined on Earth, like when Hal's flying up and then like he all of a sudden he, his ring goes out of power and he starts falling back down because he can't leave Earth. And I was like, I don't know why. Like and then is all the other lanterns? Is Jessica Cruz here? Is Guy Gardner here? They kind of reference him, but they don't say his name in issue two and the uh John Stewart part. And then where's Kyle Rayner? And where is uh Simon Baz, the guy that had a gun for some stupid reason? But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like you have the most powerful weapon in the universe. So I also need a gun. <laughs> like yeah. So 
there's a lot going on, but it is uh, pretty good. And it's written by, uh, who is the, uh, Jeremy Adams is the writer and the art in this, uh, Zermanico? I don't know. I, I think the that's art. right. Like, I'll try and like, get a, a panel here to hold up um, of how, like, flaunting. Like, right here is a cool splash page of, like, see yeah. That? No, the, the art is really, really drawing. And that's yeah. another thing I really appreciate about it is, like, the, you know, the characterization, like just the way that like, you know, Hal's face is drawn in a certain moment, it's just absolute perfection. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's always got that kind of cocky smile on his face and like, they just carried that well throughout. Um, but even so I'm looking here at like a, a review and they got the, the first couple pages when Hal first shows up in issue one and he's saving those like construction workers that are trapped. Yeah. And yeah, even the detail on them is just it's so good. And the coloring, yeah. like showing showing the lantern glow. Yeah, I like when he yeah. glows and like whenever his powers come out and like they're like it's a glow, but then the glow is glowing kinda and like all the constructs are really cool looking. So yeah. I'm seeing this so far. I'm, I'm happy because it's like right here I have my green lantern. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> you know, anytime there's a good green lantern book, I've been jonesing for one for a while because I went like three years there with that one. So I'm, yeah. I'm sticking. And all, uh, so far, all these new Dawn of DC books have been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I kind of want to hop on to more, but I also need to, like, save my pocket. So I might, yeah, that's I, might I might I might do the the DC Infinite subscription. Yeah, I don't know how current they are because I, I never used it, but I, I hear you there. Like, there's so many comics and you can't read them all. That's like, I, I had a pile today. I'm like, I want to try that one indie. And then I seen a cool Archie Horror one today about... All the kids at a camp. I forget that they camp something. And I was like, that looks cool. But, uh, and then there was another black and white one that had awesome art. I forget what it was called. An indie book. But it was like $8. I'm like, oh, I already have enough. It's crazy to me. So you said that was Archie, right? Yeah, it was. Camps. Yeah. I don't know if you yes. see it. But yeah, like Archie Comics is, they're starting, they're kind of making a comeback in recent mm -hmm. years. I mean, I they've think... been around, but I mean, like they used to be like the king of comics back in like the golden era. They're like, at least they were like way more well known and well more like way more red. Yeah. Um, but like it, it kind of was like died off. But uh, yeah, like Archie comics are super cool. They're super fun. And like a lot of them, again, if like you're a collector, a lot of them just hold really good value. Yeah. And then especially when they introduced the Archie horror line, like you know, that was 10 years ago already. It was such a departure from like the Archie for the kids. And then uh, here's like, Sabrina and like the her mom her aunts are killing people in their basement. It's like whoa, this is crazy. And then yeah. the, the well, obviously the the undead one with like junk Jughead the hunger and then Vampiro. <laughs> yeah. Vampire. Like uh, the, I need to, I need to get on some of those. I read I, I read that. like their I don't know if it was the first one they released as the horror series, but it was like took place in like the diner that they all hang out at. Yeah. Yeah, I read that one. I can't remember what it was called though, but. Yeah, with Archie, that was the first one. I think that was like 12 issues. That's kind of like sets up the world as like undead and everything. Then there was Vampironica, and there was like Blossom 666, where the redheads are like children of the devil. And uh, <laughs> you know, chilling Sabrina, that's really good. It's like it didn't cross over first, but then did. But uh, the Archie horror books are great. And then the Archie Mark Mark Wade wrote an Archie run that was fantastic. And it's like, uh, imagine a modern day kind of like the Riverdale show, but not as. CW is that? Yeah. Uh, you know, just the modern telling, the Mark Wade Archie run is really good. Huh. I have to check that out as well. Um, 
Well, yeah. So I guess we we concur. We both like Green Lantern. Uh, gonna yeah. try and keep up with it. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm always trying to find like a good DC and Marvel run that I want to stick with. Because I mean, like with Marvel, I mostly stick with a lot of the Star Wars stuff they put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, even then, I think I'm only I'm only getting like the High Republic at the moment. I'm not even getting anything of like the oh. main line. Um, but yeah, like I just I don't have any like series that i've been like oh i really i really like issue one i want to keep like reading this as they come out and i've just i've pushed them all to marvel unlimited so yeah that's a, that's a problem with like any comic like if it doesn't hook you like, it, like if it's not a book that when you're done with it you're like oh i just can't wait to read issue two or three or whatever then it's like yeah you lose uh lose track of it but there's some marvel books like i was really digging captain marvel and the last issue just came out like a uh, issue I don't know, issue 50. um yeah oh dang so like that, that's pretty long for a Marvel book currently to be issued like 50 issues. Um, yeah. Now doing miniseries or something. Huh. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we both read, uh, and I know Monk read this as well, so he'll probably chime in later down the road. But uh, we got into Scout Comics mm-hmm. uh, Death Drop Drag Assassin. Yes. A little yeah. Scout. And I suggest, we did suggest another one, but apparently that didn't come out. So you'll have to. Yeah. Let's check that out. What was the name of that one? Even uh, I forget. I kind of forget because Monk got another one that I wanted to check out. Like, and you guys both told me the same day. <laughs> and they go together. I do. Yeah. Like... But anyway, we'll we'll talk about Death Drop Drag Assassin. So my shop, what he does this cool thing where the day before Wednesday, like third Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon, he'll post all the new releases on his Facebook page, and he yeah. posts about it in a picture. And then if you want it. Uh, you just say, hey, pull this for me, please. So me and Monk do that. And I seen this because I had no idea this was coming out. I was like, a drag queen assassin? Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what did you think of it overall? Um, when I, 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 I read it, the art is a little, again, a little cartoony, kind of like Illusion Witch. It almost looks almost exactly the same. But this yeah. doesn't have so much of a heavy vibe. Like, I just kind of bring up some... Right here, I don't know how that's coming across there, oh, but uh, no, it looks good. the The art is it, it's good, but it is a bit cartoony, and the story like I wasn't sold at first, but by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, okay, you know, I'll see where this goes. And plus, it's like six issues, probably maybe even five, maybe even four. But yeah, I, does have the villain at the end with the person who takes the pill, and then the whole thing like of uh, someone's going around a gay town as they call it. Yeah, no, the the gayberhood. Yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, called, yeah there goes the gayberhood so um someone's killing people and then removing their eyes like because they show the one kid that's dead he has no eyes so i was like hmm that's crazy and then our hero death drop which i don't believe they say death drop's real name at all I'm no like, i don't think they do i don't i don't recall them saying yeah that. yeah him and the dragon have had a relationship before because they kind of hint at it and make yeah. jokes at but I don't think they say his name at all. But uh, it's pretty cool. And then it's like, is he going to help the neighborhood or is he not? And then by the end, he's like, yeah, I still have my my gun and a bunch of stuff on the floor. And it seems like, like I thought it was just going to be like a normal assassin spy action. But it seems like it might be a little bit of a supernatural thing going on here, too. Yeah, that's what I've read. I don't I don't like recall seeing a whole lot of like supernatural in this issue, but it is advertised as supernatural. and. Uh, or it's it's advertised as a supernatural noir, okay. and 
so it does like carry like that nor vibe of like here's this main character who has a rough past that we don't know anything about and i'm sure details are gonna unfold and uh and yeah like in this this issue it kind of alludes to it towards the end of like his mentor or whatever training him yeah um but but yeah like i don't recall seeing anything supernatural in this issues but it was enough for me to want to like continue with the story because i do like the premise and i also do just like anything that is supportive of like the lgbtq community right now um just because like you know i everybody's heard me say this before but like the thing that's always resonated with me most about comics is like what stan lee said about marvel and it being the world outside your window and so it's just another opportunity for like me as you know i'm a i'm a cis white male and i grew up in a very conservative part of the world it's like it it's it's a lot of like news to me and like i appreciate those like aspects of of uh this series same with uh is it the neighbors have you read that i think that's out by boom as well well the, oh, that wasn't the one where it rains and it's like um spikes that go into them was it no what? so th this is about like uh a queer family that like there's a mom and a daughter and then the stepdad is a transitioned guy oh, and then and uh but like they move into this new neighborhood and like they all immediately are like kind of aware there's something fishy about the neighborhood and there's it seems like there's kind of like an upside down world that okay. is creeping up and taking over like the real people world um but like it's also just like it's a story about like you know finding your identity and being happy with like the person you are and like putting it on like display but it's also showing like this is what people have to go through and yeah. this like uh it like when the one guys get being beat up I, i'm thinking he's getting beat up just because he's gay and then like that's terrible like and like yeah. a lot of people know what gay people if you're not gay you don't know what they go through and it's and this kind of touches on that and the, the main hero death drop is obviously a, a gay man a drag queen but he's our hero and he's not yeah portrayed, uh, um, a, a pervert or anything like that it's like oh he's just a drag queen and he kicks ass so it's like yeah one of my favorite lines I went to read it because it's like right in the beginning, he's like, So which one of you wants to be the first to tell their girlfriend that they got beat up by a man in a dress? Yeah. No, that that's a line that's always gonna stand out about this series too. It's just like that's kind of you can see like that's what he wants to do. And then his, you know, his ex who's the mother queen or whatever, I can't remember what she called herself, but um just saying like you can't just like beat everybody up because like you feel like it or something yeah. along those lines. And he's like, what was I supposed to do? Just like let this kid get beat up? Like, yeah, like yeah. So he's 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 got a he's got a little chip on his shoulder, and uh, I don't know. I'm excited to see where this series goes. Yeah. And we oh, we have a uh, Travis Gibb here saying that he he loves us. We love you too, Travis. I don't know you, Travis, but I love you too. And thanks for watching. But yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's probably I'm gonna say five to six issues. Most scouts. Yeah, I'm guessing it's probably going to be five. Um, I'm sure we could look that up, but yeah. Um, oh, actually, I I have it right here in front of me, so I can. Oh, uh, oh no, nope. Secret Source doesn't actually have when the next issue comes out, so never mind. Oh well, <laughs> the writer is David Hasen. I'm not familiar with him, and the artist is Alex Moore. So I'm not familiar with either of the two, but I did enjoy it. 
And I, I just, I like the premise right off the bat and it's kind of sets up the villain. And then you kind of like, how did that kid get murdered and his eyes are like totally gone? Not like ripped out, just where he doesn't have eyes. So yeah. like, is there people without eyes? Were his eyes removed? What's going on? And then went, can't wait to see uh, Death Drop kick ass. Cause like, right in the beginning, it's like, I'm Death Drop, kick bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and Travis said he thinks that it's four. And Travis also said uh, it's the creator of Nottingham. Oh, Nottingham. Um, I did see that book. I didn't read it. I believe that's like a. Is that like a like a Robin, Robin Hood type thing? Yeah, but I think it's like serious. I think it focuses on the sheriff of Nottingham, if I'm correct. Ah. I did hear good things about that, but I did not read it. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's from Mad Cave, and uh, I don't know. Mad Mad Cave is fairly new to me. Uh, I know they've been around for a while, but like the first thing I picked up from them is the uh, Hunt Kill Repeat which I just got issue four of. So um, I'd be interested in getting a little more Mad Cave. Yeah, I always like to check out new uh, new companies because you, you never know. And a lot of times the indie books can be really good. Like a lot of people just walk in and they think comics are all Marvel or DC, but there's tons of other stuff out there and there's like really good stuff out there. Did you see that one book? Um, it looked, not to do side tangent, but it was like, it was black, white, and blue art, kind of like blue book, but it wasn't blue book. I think it was called like, the suffering or something came out last week. I almost picked it up. I don't. I think maybe one of you guys might have got it. Um, the, su the suffering. It was like one word, but all the art inside was black, white, and blue. Hmm. And I believe, I believe the writer of that book is the one who followed me on Instagram. It's terrible that I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> and like shame, but I was going to buy it, and I I forgot. This we got a big pull list, but I like I kind of want to get that book because it's just really interesting. Uh, do you know who put it out? Um, I'm gonna try to find it here. Um, it was, it was, oh, was it? It was an indie book. I know that doesn't really help. Let me see. I think, I think Monk actually picked it up as I try to go to his Instagram here. He may sudden, have. Sudden death. <laughs> That's the name of it. Sudden death. Yes, sudden death. I'm trying to find it on here. And uh, he didn't. Let me see here. I'm gonna. It's probably, it might even be Scout, as I as we search here. Thrilling uh, audio here. <laughs> Sudden death. I'm going to type in comic. Uh, geez, nothing's coming up here. I, I know. I will go oh. My... oh, yeah, that came out from Scout. Oh, is that Scout? Yeah, that looks yeah. really good. That looks really cool, like just based off the cover I'm looking at for it. Yeah, so the interior art was a lot like Blue Book, but more... Uh, pulpy old-timey comics but like classic comic like not i don't know how to describe but more like like 70s comics kind of it, okay yeah really cool so I'm I'll, like, I'm look, like, I'll have to look up for uh look out for a preview for that yeah so oh, what cool, I, man yeah what did what what did you get into this week that we haven't so, talked about i i wanted to what, what do i have here another pickup in that uh fill a short box for uh thirty dollars and one that monk will absolutely love look what i read <laughs> oh yeah my uncle love you for that <laughs> <laughs> the only problem with uh I, I read that texas blood i got issues one through six but i was missing issue two so i kind of had to fill the blanks on like a guy dies right at the end of one and then like i'm starting issue three i'm like okay now we're at this guy but it was a uh, really good I, I don't know how to describe like a a crime murder mystery kind of in texas but yeah it was and especially for 20 cents a book, <laughs> can't beat it. I, so. You can't beat it. Yeah, no, I uh, I read volume one. I think that was available on, no, I bought it on Comixology. Um, 
and yeah, like uh, I'll probably eventually I'll get volume two and read it. But now, like I, I can see why Monk loves that series so yeah. much. Like I was reading it, I'm like, okay, they are. I'm, I'm kind of into it, and I was reading it as I kept going. I'm like, all right, the sheriff. I'm like, you know what? I am into this. I like it. Too bad I had to kind of fill in the blanks of issue two, not having issue two, but still, it's good. I know it, it went past what five or six issues. This, this I think it's six. Um, yeah, but it was very good. So I'm sure he'll, he'll love to hear that I read that. That. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, let me see. I'm gonna check this out here. So it's so there's three. The third volume came out in January, and there's 20 issues. Okay. And a lot of times with the image trades, the good thing is the first trade is usually at a discount price, like it's 10 bucks, sometimes 12, whereas normal ones like 15.99. So like it's a good introductory thing, like hey, this trade five issues for 10 bucks, why not? Yeah. And like I got yeah, so I got the digital volume one, and so like I there's that discount by image, but then I also had like some digital comicsology points oh. that I got to use towards it. So I think I only spent like maybe four or five dollars on the digital. Not bad at all. Yeah, you get a full story for less than ten dollars or less than five dollars. Heck You're... yeah, that's that's the world I want to live in. <laughs> yeah. I when I look at old books, when it says like a dollar or 75 cent price tag, could you imagine if you went in the shop, like how we went today and everything was 75 or 75 cents or a dollar, you'd lose your mind. Like, I would lose it. I would, yeah. I'd spend all, cause I give myself $35 a week for comics. <laughs> I would spend, if it was a dollar a comic, I'd spend all $35 on those. Yeah, you would get everything. You'd be like, what do you get? I get everything because why not? Like, yeah. Imagine like when I was a kid going into shops, like, when I was getting to it, it was right when they were like a dollar twenty-five, dollar fifty, like, and that, like, now that sounds awesome, but like, I couldn't imagine dollar books, like, <laughs> that's awesome. I know, and I always think too, it's just like you know, and it's not the same though in the past when you think back to when they were like ten, fifteen cent, twenty cent covers, but it it's still like the same value, in yeah. Of, but I always think how nice that must have been to just throw fifteen cents on the counter, yeah. <laughs> order and you get changed back to go buy candy you know? yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah those were the days that i didn't get to live in yeah, uh, <laughs> well yeah another thing i got into this week and uh i got back into the nasty so this is number three okay and uh monk got a different cover i think he got the main cover and i got the variant um but this has been a really fun series uh i don't know have you heard anything about it or read any of it guys talk about it but is that what what company is that by uh vault puts it out okay um but yeah so uh but the premise of it is it takes place in like the 80s i think london or like just uk in general when they're going after all the video nasties and there's like protests outside of video rental stores and uh the main kid who his nickname is thumper uh he uh doesn't have any friends as a kid his dad passed away and his mom's an alcoholic and so he essentially takes care of his mom and he finds community through horror films like going to the video store um but he watches uh i don't remember i think it was called like maybe called like judgment day or something like that uh and it, it was it's his like first horror film that he like watched by himself and he like loved it 
and he creates an imaginary friend that ends up being the antagonist killer of that movie and throughout the series like up until now at least but like in the first two issues it's like he's slowly starting to break through the fourth wall and mm -hmm. like and so there's like a scene of them like getting ice cream and he's the only person who can see his imaginary friend obviously but he's also eating an ice cream cone with them um but like yeah so like at the end of at the end of issue one though um that's when uh i forget what his name I, i'm just gonna call him red i but like he like somebody does something to thumper like you know almost hits him with like a bike or with a car or mm -hmm. something and uh red like picks up a trash can or something and throws it and thumper's just like what you've never done something like that before and like that's kind of where issue one ends Oh, okay. Um, Sounds good. But, but also, like him and his friends, they got they got their hands on a copy of like the most nasty video. Like, like no, not like anybody who's seen it has never been heard of. Uh -oh. uh, and yeah. so, and so they they go to watch it, and the these the VCR eats the tape, but Thumper takes it home and like repairs it, and then I guess he watches it. And that's that was like the transition of his imaginary friend starting to become more like corporeal. Oh wow! And, and uh, but and now they're now him and his friends are on this journey to like they're gonna make the scariest movie ever, and so like and like that's their plan. But at the same time, there's all this stuff going on with Red, of like you know he seems playful and everything with like Thumper, but he can when if he's on film. Uh, he can be seen on the film. And so he's being used as like the, the killer in the film that they're making. Yeah. Um, That's pretty creative. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a really fun series so far. The art's like very fitting. Like it does have like a cartoon aspect to it, but like it's fitting to this story because it is about like, there's a couple stories going on in it and that it's like about this kid and his friends trying to make this movie. But at the same time, it's about this kid and his imaginary friend, and that's where like all the mysteries at in it. Mm -hmm. And then like there's the antagonist of like this lady who's going around from town to town, like, you know, bashing on all the nasty videos. And she she got a hold of a certain horror film as well at the end of this issue, I think. And but she's just like because the she got this video store shut down and the cops like maybe you should actually try watching this film that you got this sh this shop shut down for. And, uh, but she's starting to be painted as like this antagonist for like the real world, but then like what's going on with like the mystical world, the, the world of imaginary friends, it seems like there's still being more painted there. So mm. I'm pretty excited about like what's coming down the road for this one. And I think overall, it's going to be a great series. Yeah. It sounds very creative and it's, it's not like, uh, by the numbers, it sounds like it's, it's a little out there, but still you can follow it. Like, I don't know. It sounds Oh, pretty good. I'll have to check it out if I'm not waiting for a trade. Single issues. Yeah. No, and like I, I don't know. Another that's another thing too is just if if you can't buy all the indies or if you can't buy all of the main ones of DC and Marvel, it's like it's never a bad idea just to wait for those trades to come out. No, I mean, and then you get the whole story. You don't have to wait. It's all right there. You know. You just, I, you, you got so. you just got to wait some time for that trade. Yeah. Uh, it, it, 
fast, but some of the smaller companies it takes a while, but still you get the trade, you read it all in one shot. Like a lot of times when the story is really good, I'll read it all in one shot. Yeah. No, like I, yeah, no, uh, the last, I think the last five trades I picked up, I've read all like just in one sitting cause I couldn't take it. But like, <laughs> you know, like I remember usually when I pick up like Marvel and DC trades though, like I'm fine like just reading one issue and setting it down. But like a lot of the indie ones I've picked up lately just sucked me right in. Yeah. And a lot of times the indie ones kind of feel like one movie, whereas the Marvel ones are like episodes, you know? So it's like, here's the clear yeah. ending of this issue. But it's like, like I just read uh, Once in Future, uh, one of the trades I gave to uh, Monk, because I, ha I have a big hardcover of it. But I read that first trade. I was like, this is really good. But like, it felt like oh, I was watching a movie, but like you know, on comic book form. Yeah. Uh, you get anything else this week? I did. Um, let me see. For this week, what I'm looking for, like the Hulk, uh, I, I didn't get, what else did I get? Titans, Wonder Woman, um, Avengers. I'm like, Avengers was written by uh, Jason Aaron, and I, Jason Aaron is a great writer, but that run just, I don't know, it was just, I wasn't into it. So this new run, I'm, I'm kind of into. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that this new Avengers runs good because I always find it weird, like, how can Avengers and Justice League, like, with all the characters, just be okay? Like, shouldn't yeah. those be the best what, Marvel and DC? Yeah, one thing I know about Jason Aaron, when he's given the reins to a DC or a Marvel character, he takes absolute liberty on that character. Oh, yeah, and usually, like, with the Punisher, that run that just happened uh, was fantastic. And, uh, you know, they changed up a little bit where he's like the uh, death dealer for the hand. He was like possessed by a demon and everything. But yeah, Jason Aaron, like all his runs, like some of the best stuff, like his indie book. Um, oh, geez, I can't think of it right now. The one, once, um, Southern Bastards, Southern Bastards. If you ever get a chance to read Southern Bastards, it's really good. Okay. And, yeah. So pick up that. And I think that first trade is only $9 or nine ninety nine, or uh, cheaper digital. It's about, uh, it's a, it's set in Alabama where Jason Aaron is from, and oh I, nice, back to town, and he's like a football coach, and it's all about like how the football high school football is like the best thing in that town, and then like some seedy stuff starts happening, and uh, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but somebody dies, and someone's child comes to find out what happened. But uh, Southern Bastards are very good. Yeah, so there's four volumes out for that. I think it, yeah, it only went to about maybe 40 issues maybe 30 but uh I, I read the first two or three trades and it was uh very pretty good if you like jason aaron and you like something like i hate football right but book yeah. was great no I'll, I'll definitely check that out um yeah they got it in hardcover now too as well oh um, yeah. and some of them uh, image hardcovers like i got the one uh wayward and paper girls they're very nice hardcovers then you get like issues and saga like issues one through like 30 and one hardcover it's uh very nice. Oh, did you? I want to ask. Did you check out that Void Rivals book that was the hot item last week? I did not. So I, I did. I picked it up. I looked at it. The big thing was Image sneakily announcing that they now have the rights for Transformers and GI Joe, and that uh, Josh Williamson is going to be writing the two. It's like two GI Joe one shots about Duke and Cobra Commander, and that uh, Robert Kirkman is like crafting this world because he's writing Void Rivals. And yeah, through it, and like it didn't really look that interesting to me. But there's a Jetfire, the Transformers in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that sets up the new uh, Transformers, and like it's one world that now Image is going to put out Transformers and GI Joe. It's like not like oh, super that 
it's that's cool. awesome though yeah and i think i might get uh the guy that did um do a power bomb uh oh um darren darren warren johnson was that was that johnson uh do a power bomb Powerbomb. I get his name mixed up with Philip Kennedy or Philip Warren Kennedy. There's two guys have similar names. And I get them mixed up, but yeah, Dan I, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes, he did Wonder Woman Dead Earth as well, uh, which was pretty good. Um, Do Powerbomb was very good. Uh, he's doing the Transformers book. I think he's writing and drawing the Transformers book. I was yeah, like, I, I I need to I need to I need to read Do a Powerbomb. I know I know our pals over at Comic Book Lair really enjoyed that, and I I believe Monk read it as well and really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to know anything about wrestling because it starts off with just pro wrestling, but then it kind of goes into like little sci-fi, and well, actually a lot of sci-fi because uh, is it is this the one where he like wrestles God? Uh I no, I think so. Yes, because um, in our planet, you know, professional wrestling is uh, you know pre-planned, and uh, in other planets, when they leave Earth, it, professional wrestling is real. So they get there, and the the girl, and then her dad. She, when she finds out that it's a bad, but this is a spoilers, but uh, they wrestle and they're like trying to, you know, work a match and like they're getting the shit beat out of them. And they're like, what's going <laughs> on? Wrestling's real here. Like, what? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of that cool thing. And it's like a little over the top stuff. And the art is cool. Uh, he does the art and he writes the book, which he also did a, a Beta Ray Bill miniseries, which was really good. Uh, I ha I have that Beta Ray Bill series. And yes, that was an excellent, excellent run. Like, I don't know, Beta Ray Bill out of like all the Thor side characters or fringe characters, whatever you want to call them. Like Beta Ray Bill is just such an excellent character to play with. And I <laughs> wish I wish there was more just, you know, one shots or limited series of him or even just an ongoing. Yeah, uh, coming I would, out like other than him being in the Thor book in the 90s and then his first appearance, in like 88, maybe something like that. Like, yeah. Hardly any Betty Ray Bill. I think he was in the Guardians for a hot minute, like in the mid two thousands. Could be wrong, but I believe that series that you have and I have that is the only Betty Ray Bill miniseries I think ever. I could yeah. be wrong. I feel, but like there's not he done much, and I like the character. He's so cool. He's so cool looking too. Yeah, I think, and I think I bought like like cover A and a variant for all of them as well. Cause I was just yeah. like, I, I gotta eat these things up. Like this is beta Ray bill. Like who knows what's going to happen with these comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would love to see more beta Ray. Yeah. And I like, remember in a, is in Ragnarok when they get, uh, um, good grief. I'm blanking. Where did, where's the uh, Jeff Goldblum's, uh, city. Um, uh, I'm completely uh, blanking on it right I'm, now. And I, everybody I, I think anybody knows what i'm talking about but like it has yeah. that statue of all like the fighters on it and beta ray bills on like one of those characters on there yeah and i remember I seeing that being like is he gonna be in the movie he never was but yeah i thought for sure he would be at the end of love and thunder i'm like he has to be he has to and it's like no <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i think as far as the mcu goes they need to they do need to be like they've kind of already gone through a lot of like their fringe characters, but they, I mm. think they need to start empowering like more of them, but not so like rampantly. Yeah. Like slowly. Like, yeah. Like can like, bill. I think would be a hit, not just because we like him, but I think that'd be pretty cool. Plus we've already had four it's a car. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. We got board board bearded dad. Thank you. Board bearded dad for reminding us Sakar. Yeah. Isn't um, that Hulk's kid, 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, oh, that's, that's what I was gonna say. I, one thing I did like, I did like the uh, end credit scene of Love and Thunder because I I really do like Hercules. Oh yeah, I, I you know I've not been roping in Hercules, but it was cool, and I'm like, okay, let's let's see where it goes. And in the Thor versus Hercules, that should be pretty cool. And I really like that actor that they chose because he's the he plays Roy Kent in the Ted Lasso series. Oh, I have not watched that, but you should watch Ted Lasso. I heard I, it. Were, you, were you ever a fan of Scrubs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Scrubs so is- it's like the same production company doing it. Oh, okay. And uh but yeah, uh, so he plays a character named Roy Kent, but he's also one of the writers of the show. And he t- he told a story on maybe maybe he was on like a late night show or a podcast talking about it. But like the more and more he like wrote the character before they cast it, he's like, I think I have to play this character. <laughs> I don't want to put myself in here, but I think I have to. Yeah. But no, it's it's a great series, and he does a great job at that. And so when he showed up as Hercules, it's like this guy's perfect for it. So I I'm excited to see what the MCU does with that character going forward. Yeah, it's and some like some of the movies now, like like Secret Evasion's coming out. I think this week or next week, which I'm not too interested in. But like obviously the Marvels. Yeah, and Secret Invasion's supposed to be pretty like diverted from the actual series and so I'm, I'm interested to see how they they do that i actually just finished rereading the series uh like a couple days ago because i just wanted to like have a fresher mind on when like the show starts to see like what did they take from it and what did they get rid of because i i highly doubt we're gonna see all of like the avengers and all the actual superhero characters in this i think this is just like a shield and sword that's against- what i was thinking I think it's gonna be like a like a almost street level Marvel. Like there's gonna be any crazy powers or anything in it, like rather than scrolls, but yeah. It might be, I'm not really I'm not sold yet, but may, I'll, I'll probably check it out and watch it. But uh it doesn't yeah. like 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 with like She Hulk. Like, well, I love She Hulk, I gotta watch this. And that's super yeah. like, eh, when I get to it. <laughs> you know? Well, and then lastly, one thing I want to share is uh one of the trades that I recently just burned through, also by Jason Aaron, as we were talking about earlier, but I Finally read Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. Oh, I've never read that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, one of one of the pals over at the comic book lair suggested that I read that. And so I uh, picked up the trade when it came out. Uh, I really liked it. It's like post-apocalyptic world. And it kind of has some similarities to like what's the furthest place from here in the sense of like there's like kind of these groups of people, but there's a lot less. Okay. And. Uh, oh. One of my AirPods just died. Uh, um, to wrap it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's like this boy has been living by himself in this tower for a really long time. And this girl comes in and like defeats all of his booby traps. And it's kind of a story about them. And But it gives the main story is like the one that's unfolding of them meeting and like getting to know how to survive together. But then there's this whole other thing where like the boy who's like this kind of like nerdy kid, uh, he's an inventor, uh, doesn't really have the survival skills that you need to be out in the wild. Uh, It fast forwards to like years later. That's all it says is years later. And he's like an older man, but he's known as the greatest inventor in the world. And he's like kicking ass, essentially. 
And so it's it's it, it was a really fun read. I think volume two might also be coming out soon or possibly already has. I'm not 100% certain on that, but um, I'm going to look into that and I'm probably going to hop onto it wherever it's at. I will check it out just solely because it's Jason Aaron. I have not read anything besides that Revengers one that was, eh, which probably might not be useful. Everything else is great. So I yeah, will, I will buy that <laughs> side one scene. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Andy, you want to let the people know where they can find you? Sure. So uh, I know you guys post a lot on Instagram. On Instagram, just type in my name, which is right there. Andy Header. I will come up. I always share my pool lists and wrestling pictures and stuff like that. On Facebook, just search for my name. On Twitter, I am on there. I don't do a whole lot in there. I mainly just share wrestling stuff. Um, but I do have a funny name, and it's at Get Some Header. Get it? Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, oftentimes, I talk to you guys on your uh um instagram account so you know just yeah. chime in talk comments or wrestling or, or whatever you want to do uh Ooh. i am for and this cool. this was pretty fun i love talking comic books so I yeah fun and that's what this that's what this is for and then uh our, our buddy eric who i mentioned earlier in the, the episode uh uh talking about what's once upon a time at the end of the world he says it feels like a post-apocalyptic wes anderson film uh and so yeah issue six just came out last week so volume two is just starting okay i, I, uh, I Jason Aaron, baby. Yeah. But no, I, I do I do like Jason Aaron, but like he does have some stuff that just I guess misses, but he does just have a very creative like process and like mm -hmm. like because I, I do like how he tackles like Marvel and DC characters. I haven't always liked it, but like his Thor run uh was fantastic. A plus. <laughs> yeah. Um like I mean, I, I, yeah, that's like one of those series for me. Like I'm never letting go of it. Like this is stuff my kids are going to inherit from me. So. <laughs> I thought we're comics. It's really good. Yeah. It Jane Foster Thor. What? What's a Jane Foster? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, well, yeah, Andy, thank you for being on here, man. And, uh, yeah, filling I, in for Monk. A line then that he says, the new What's one. What's that? <laughs> when you close the show, should I say Monk's lines? Cause I'm filling in for him. Oh, if you want to say, yeah, if you want to do it, let me uh, get through the, uh, oh, here we go. We got uh, Bored Bearded Dad saying, you guys seem super interesting. Sorry, I only caught the last five. Bearded Dad, no worries, man. Uh, this will be uh, up on YouTube or you can listen to it all on Spotify. Uh, I guess I'll just do this run right now. But yeah, so you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch to, uh, to watch the video. You can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're very active, or we haven't been as active, but we're usually pretty active on Instagram. And uh, Monk's been like pumping out like the TikToks and reels and uh, what are they called? YouTube shorts. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's a, unknown to me, but I know he's doing a lot of that. <laughs> and yeah, and you can find us uh, for most part on all the socials at the Pullbox Pals. You can find me at Matt underscore Nerdy. And for the main pal who's not here, Monk, you can find him at that Monk guy. So, yeah, everybody, thank you so much for joining in. And, Andy, if you want to close out with Monk's line. <laughs> I haven't read comics like this in years. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's comics, baby. There. <laughs>
How's one? Oh. Uh, Are we still 